Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? This is Supriya Mehra, your mortgage advisor, and you're listening to the Canadian Real Estate 101 podcast. More people than ever are building generational wealth through real estate. And on this show, I sit down with some of the top real estate agents, lawyers, accountants, and investors to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies that they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Before we jump on to today's topic, I wanted to let you know about our upcoming webinar on March 3rd at 7 p.m. EST. I get so many questions on refinancing. How does it work? If it's suitable for my situation, what is the process? So I want to spend some time walking you through all about refinancing. Link for the registration is on the show notes. Today's episode is a bit different where I will be going solo without any guest. Today, I want to discuss about getting a mortgage on your property. I want to walk you through some steps that happen and what are some critical things that lenders would look at when approving your mortgage request. I'm specifically talking about A-lenders in this scenario. So this can be broken down in different categories. First of all, it's income qualification. Secondly, it's down payment. And finally, it's five C's of lending. That is character, credit, collateral, capacity, capital. So first things first, how does the income qualification work? Let's say you want to purchase a property. The ones that you like on that MLS are listed for say $1 million. Assuming things are normal and not as bananas as they are in the current market, you will get that home for a million dollars. What a dream come true that would be, isn't it? Anyways, not digressing and keeping this to our topic, do you know how much income you need in order to qualify for that $1 million purchase? First of all, you need to make sure you have 20% down payment for a million dollar property. That gives us 200,000 as down payment and 800,000 as the mortgage amount. In order to get an 800,000 mortgage, I will keep the math really simple here. Take 800K, 800,000 and divide this by five. You get $160,000. If your household income is minimum $160,000 and you don't have any liabilities, you'll probably be qualified with an A-lender with that amount. Now, there are other factors that play a role, like if you have any other debts or how's your credit score, etc. What savings you have, what's your story, which we will discuss later. And that's why you need a mortgage professional to run these numbers for you and give you a proper guidance, give you a proper pre-approval before you start searching. Now, let's flip it the other way around. If, for example, your household income is 100,000 and you have 50,000 of savings for down payment and closing costs, your maximum mortgage amount will be take 100,000 multiply that by five. So that is 500,000. So that's your maximum mortgage amount plus the down payment of 40,000 that will go towards the down payment and 10,000 of those savings will probably be used for closing costs. 
You can purchase a home for 540,000. If you're paying less than 20%, then CMHC insurance kicks in, which gets added to your mortgage amount. Now, I want to come to the topic of down payment because I've seen people getting confused here. How much down payment is required to purchase a property? If you are purchasing a primary residence or investment property, then this is how it works. Let's take two different scenarios. In the first scenario, let's say the property is over a million dollars. You need a minimum of 20% down. You might need more depending on the location and the price of this property. This is determined by the sliding scale. For example, if you're purchasing a property for $1.5 million in outer Toronto area like, like Brampton, Mississauga, Oakville, etc., you need 20% down, which is $300,000. Now, however, if you're purchasing a property outside of this core area, then you fall into the sliding scale. Now, if this $1.5 million property, say, is in Kitchener or Windsor, you need to pay 20% on first million dollars, which is 200,000, and then 50% down on the remaining balance, which is 250,000, total of 450,000. And that, my friend, is 150,000 additional for you to come up for your down payment. Now, each institution, each bank, each lender has different set for sliding scale. So make sure, again, you speak to your mortgage advisor before making any offers. In my second scenario, say the property is 650000 If you're purchasing for investment purposes, generally speaking, you need to pay 20% minimum down payment, which is 130000 for down payment, plus you need to budget for some closing costs. Now, however, if you're purchasing as primary residence, then you don't need to come up with that much of a down payment if you don't have it. Then you can purchase with lower down payment. And this is how you would calculate. You will take 5% of 500,000, which is 25,000. And on the remainder balance between 500 and 999999 that is a dollar less than a million you will pay 10%. In our example it's 10% of 150,000. So that's 15,000. In total of 40k or about 6.15%. All right, hope you're with me so far. Now let's assume you have that income and down payment that's needed to get your property. What are some other things that a lender would look at? First, they want to see your general profile. They look into a borrower's integrity, honesty, responsibility, and capability in terms of managing loan repayment. It is determined by a detailed review of a client's personal and financial information. Some of the things that the underwriter is looking into are, first of all, what is the client's financial maturity? What is the impact of borrower's life stage? Is the borrower's current income and financial situation stable? What is the status of employment or profession? Are they self-employed? Are they full-time employee of an organization? How long they've been working there? How is the borrower's relationship with the lender? 
And then they will look at your credit history. That is borrower's willingness to pay and track record. Consider the likelihood the borrower will honor his or her responsibilities. What is the length of time the borrower has had credit? What is the borrower's past history of credit repayment? What has been borrower's timeliness in managing payments within terms and conditions of existing credit facilities? So these are some of the questions that are considered under this segment of credit history. And this is where they look into not just your credit score, but also what does your credit report says about your willingness to pay and your track record. In some odd cases, we have seen payments like $5 on a cell phone uh, brought, you know, your significantly, your score significantly down. And that's okay. And it can be explained uh, by your mortgage advisor to the underwriter when they're writing up the file. But repeated delays in making payments, missing payments, and collections are all red signals when it comes to lending. Third factor that is looked into is capacity. The main objective in evaluating capacity is to ensure the borrower's ability to repay the loan. Can the borrower afford the debt in addition to existing financial obligations? What is the likelihood the borrower will be able to repay that credit? Is a guarantor required in certain situations? And then moving along, the next factor or the fourth factor that is looked into is collateral. This is an important source of risk mitigation. In evaluating collateral, uh, the goal is to determine if uh, the client or the borrower has assets available, which would allow the lender to recover its money should the borrower fail to repay the obligation. Therefore, we do make sure, we really need to make sure that the appraisals are in agreement with the purchase price. One key thing to keep in mind is that lenders would lend lower off appraisal value or purchase price, okay? In this market, you have to be extra careful where offers are being put way over the asking price. Therefore, having an experienced realtor who has, you know, your interest in place before their own is so much important. A good realtor will ask you to step away if they don't see the value coming in at what the bidding war would take the property price at. There have also been situations where borrowers have purchased a pre-construction asset, say back in 2020, and their possession is in 2022. Prices, as we know, in uh, most Canadian markets have gone up over the last few months. The bank would lend at the purchase price as in most cases, this will be the lower than the appraised value. Your request for mortgage amount on the appraisal price will not be entertained by any lender or at least no A lender. However, once you have done the closing, you can choose to refinance the property, pull out the equity and big caveat here is that your income needs to qualify the lending criteria. If you're curious about how that works, remember to register for, again, the upcoming webinar on March 3rd, where I will go through refinancing. Fifth and final C is capital. Now, some of the things the underwriter will look into are how much down payment the borrower is putting. If borrower's cash flow is interrupted, can he or she continue the payments from savings or other assets? 
Are assets easily available and convertible to cash as source of repayment? So they're trying to understand what is your liquidity of your assets. And it's huge here. All right, so this was high level, probably like a 3,000 feet view on what are some key factors that lenders look at. A big part of your approval really depends upon how your file is being presented, especially if it's not a straightforward case. Your mortgage advisor's willingness, knowledge about their products, along with their understanding of how underwriting works, makes a huge difference on getting you approved. So make sure you're speaking with a qualified and the right professional. Hope this episode helped you. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions or want to discuss about your unique scenario. Until then, take care and have an amazing rest of your day.